are we medicating our future away? It's not something I've actually thought about, mostly because I've been removed from the school system for so long, but this makes so much sense to me. Welcome to the Better Human Newsletter. I'm your host, Colin Stuckert. Daily dose of sovereignty, freedom, critical thinking, growth mindset, anything and everything that can help you become a better human. We cover everything from finance to Bitcoin to sovereignty to challenging the government, challenging the status quo, exposing all of it for what it is, a destructive force on our culture and on humanity. And my answer is a combination of better humans and Bitcoin. Uh, it just so happens that when you get into Bitcoin, you become a better human. And the more better human you become, the more likely you are to get in Bitcoin. It's a very synergistic, perfect relationship that in five to 10 years, I'm excited to get goosebumps because my children have a chance at a better future. And that's what it's all about. It's about embracing the journey, changing yourself, and then changing the world in whatever way you can around you. Everybody has a part to play. Everybody, including you. Today, we're talking about, are we medicating our future away? I'm reading a book, Bitcoin Sovereignty Through Mathematics, where this quote came up. And I'm going to just talk about it for a few minutes, just something to think about. So Ritalin and other amphetamine-like drugs have for a long time been prescribed in mass to children with a suspected ADHD and ADD in Western societies. And what's crazy about this, if you actually read a pill on this and you go into some of the depth of some of this stuff, there's a lot of people that believe ADHD and ADD doesn't even exist. It's just this societal created thing that you're supposed to sit in a classroom and sit still and not move and whatever. And that's actually not natural for our species. And so people that are able to do that are just more likely to be able to conform or whatever. It's very interesting when you dig into it, to say the least. So back to the quote. Some countries are more restrictive than others, but these practices are present to some extent almost everywhere. People are being given antidepressants all over the world, and there's an opioid epidemic in the United States. Could it be that we're seeing this from the wrong perspective? What do the institutions and schools have to do with our recent love for mental medication? Here's a scary thought. Are we medicating the wrong segment of the population? And what he goes on to say is, instead of giving basically mind-numbing drugs, that bring you down to a lower level so you can fit in with the crowd, maybe we should be giving everyone else mind-altering or mind-promoting drugs. If you get into the politics of this and you look at the trends and you start looking at things like the fourth turning, uh, the sovereign individual, I mean, I guess maybe not sovereign individual. This is more about the fourth, fourth turning. This is more about the infiltration of Russia and China and even our own government trying to instill certain political ideas into our education system. There's a very scary video that was recorded in probably the 80s. It's very low resolution. You can find it on YouTube. It's Yuri Bezmanov. I think that's how you say his name. The title of the video is, I'll try to find the link, but it's, I think it's Warning for Americans. And he talks about how the KGP, the Russian government, has been trying to infiltrate America for a long time by using propaganda and getting certain, let's say, professors in their pocket, uh, spreading certain news that mainstream media picks up or whatever. They've been trying to subterfuge the American government for years through a massive silent propaganda campaign. And there's some quotes in there where he says this thing about how like what's going to happen and when that happens, it's game over for America. He says some things that you watch it in 2020 or 2021 and you're like, my gosh, that's going on right now. It's actually pretty scary stuff. So without going too far down that, how does that apply to giving children drugs because they don't fit in? Well. If you actually think about society, society, a large group of humans, they're always going to try to do whatever is in their mind best for the most people. 
Maybe like 80% of people want to just fit in. They want to conform. They don't want to rock the, rock the boat, et cetera. I was never one of those. I'm definitely the kid that got in trouble all the time. I'm the kid that spent more time with the timeout lady than my own teachers. I'm the kid that went to the principal's office all the time. I, I was a rebellious kind of F you, just I know everything, you're an idiot, whatever. And even though I didn't know much at the time, I at least knew that this authority, totalitarian, like go to school, this is what is right, this is what is wrong, take a test, just the entire system itself is broken. And now since I've been out of school and I've become aware as a human adult, I'm happy that I was that way. I'm happy that I revolted against the system. I'm happy that I wasn't spit out, I was just another robot. I'm proud of my, my Fs and my Ds and my Cs. And I probably only had a few A's in my entire life. And it was probably only because it was in a class where I had a really good teacher that I liked and the subject matter was very interesting. The revolutionaries, the people that change society, that move us forward, are those that challenge the status quo. They don't just accept what they're told. They say, why? What's better? What about this? And what does established power do? What do established institutions do? They have an incentive to maintain the status quo. And if you go into these institutions, even if you're going in with good, you want to do good stuff. You want to change the world. You know, you want to be a politician because you want to affect change. You want to go into education system because you want to make it better, right? Unfortunately, you don't have enough power to actually change anything. So what the default do is they get money and they get influence. They get all these different incentives getting into the system, they then just become converted and now are a card-carrying member of the system. Very, very, very few people are willing to go into anything and risk their job or maybe even risk like actual physical violence. Like it's a very strong evolutionary desire to want to fit in, which makes so much sense, which is why collective governments, collective societies usually tend to converge around some really bad narratives, really bad beliefs. And then whatever the masses believe is what people tend to fall in line. They don't want to conform. This graph I saw where you have like most people just fit in, a good percentage of people will kind of fit in, but they don't really like it or they, you know, they think it's kind of a joke. And then you have the people that are aggressively trying to uh, make you conform. So you have like the Karens of the world that say, you got to do this. This is the rules. And then you have the people that are the aggressive nonconformists. That's what it is. People like myself, I challenge, I call BS on all of it. And you want to tell me how to live, how to think, whatever? Well, you can go F yourself. Now, no matter which of those kind of quadrants you feel like you fit in, we should all agree that there are basic human rights, property rights, we shouldn't hurt people, etc. That's why America has had so much prosperity is because it has a very strong constitution and uh, certain rights afforded to its citizens. Every year we converge away from that, we move further, further away. And that's why I don't think America is going to stay around potentially for much longer. Uh, it's going to be pretty scary to say the least. But please, if you have kids, don't give them drugs. Just freaking don't. Don't send them to some psychologist who then writes a script and then from a place of superiority tells you why your kid is messed up or deranged or whatever needs this. F those people. They don't know what's best for you. They are saying what's best for them because what's best for them is being a cog in the machine. And what's best for the machine is to stamp out any of the revolutionaries, is to stamp out anybody and silence and censor and discourage anything that challenges the status quo because the status quo is there for the masses. They want to just go about their lives. They don't want to have too much of a ruckus. They don't want to get too much attention called to themselves. They don't want to get in trouble. They want to be safe, whatever. This is the default for most societies. 99% of humanity, of citizens in any government, want to just go through the motions and they just kind of cross their fingers and hope that it works out. And a very, very small percent are willing to challenge it. And I believe that small percent that's willing to challenge it are those that we should actually put on a pedestal and 
at least give them the platform and the opportunity to pursue whatever crazy idea they have. That's just a short, when you start becoming a student of all these things and first principles of government indoctrination, you see what's really going on. You can take the red pill per se. You see that it's uh, all connected. I call them accidental conspiracies. These are these things that nobody conspired to make them happen. They're just a result of the free market. And you could even say the lack of the free market, because when the government gets involved, it's not a free market. They have a monopoly on violence and they have a monopoly on a lot of things. And so when the government gets involved, you create fragilities that remove free market. And what that has created are accidental conspiracies, which are different incentives that have converged to create this destructive uh, status quo, whether it's the dollar, whether it's the education system, whether it's student loan debt and colleges in general, which we've had this massive growth in student loan debt as soon as the government said, you can't forgive student loan debt. The second they came in and they created this artificial policy around defaulting on student loan debt, it's the only debt that you can't actually bankruptcy away. What have colleges been doing? They've been taking advantage of that. So they rise their tuition every single year. And it's so ironic because in a world where we have the internet, where if you actually want to learn something, you can do it yourself. You don't need to pay anybody. It's literally free. We have colleges charging more and more and more. And that's a topic for another day because most people go to college because they want credentials. They don't really, it's not really the learning they're after. And the entrepreneurs, people like myself, the aggressive nonconformists, we generally want to create things and build things and challenge things and tinker. And so the internet is perfect for us. And that's why a lot of us kind of default to being entrepreneurs because we just go out and do it ourselves. We don't need permission. And the masses think they need permission. So we're definitely going through a revolution. Bitcoin is going to be at the center of that, which is why you want to stack daily. Colin.coach slash one, just stack daily. Set it and forget it. Buy Bitcoin on a daily basis, dollar cost average in. And that's going to be the smartest thing that you've done in your entire life, potentially. And it's the smartest thing you could do right now to protect your financial future and to build sovereignty and financial freedom for yourself and your family, especially the next generation. Get in the Better Human newsletter where I share every show that I do each week, as well as other ideas and some of my writings and articles over at colin.coach. It's right on the homepage. Put your email in there. Hit the subscribe button and you'll get the weekly email uh, usually every Sunday, sometimes every Saturday. Usually Sunday, sometimes I send it Saturdays. That's going to be it for today's show. Subscribe, like, and share if you want. Uh, I appreciate that if you do, and I'll see you in the next one.